Thanks for listening to the Starting You podcast. I'm Jenny Rayher, and I built a successful vegan donut business with nothing more than a marketing background and $500. After four years, I sold my business for a profit. Now I'm a business mentor and teach you how to start your business from scratch, regardless of your experience. Keep on listening for more. Welcome to another episode of the Starting You podcast. Thanks so much for being here and thank you so much for subscribing and following along and taking the time to rate this podcast. It means so much to me that you're here. Today, I had a massive epiphany and I'm kind of out of breath because I just got done walking Remy and I actually did this entire episode. I thought I was recording it. I was so pumped. And then I get home after our walk, uh, what, 45 minutes, and then I realized that I hadn't recorded a single thing. So that's a bummer. <laughs> so now I'm starting over. I don't know if I'm going to remember all of my brilliance, but um, I'm going to try. I, like I said, I had a massive epiphany. I have been in the Valley of Despair for the past, uh, did I say three years? I think so. Um, in my business and I wanted to get really honest and specific about exactly what it is because I don't think I've told you. If you want to listen to my previous episodes about Valley of Despair, um, you can listen to those, kind of see where I've been in my mindset and all of that. So I have two businesses. One is a coaching business and the other one is a VA slash content writer business for coaches. And the VA slash content writer business is doing super well. Like I got a client right away who has multiple clients and they given me work. Um, well, they've given me work for two years now. So that is not the problem. The problem has been my coaching business. I have had just a lot of mindset issues around my coaching business and I have had a really hard time like with my messaging and my mission and what I want my legacy to be as far as my coaching business. And to be a hundred million percent honest, I've had 30 plus clients so far, but they've all been for free. I work with a nonprofit called SCORE, if you've heard about it. It is a nonprofit for entrepreneurs who start businesses. And basically, they, um, they contact the, the, it's a national organization, right? And they contact the organization in the city that they live in because they want help with their businesses. And they um, are assigned a SCORE mentor, which is what I am. And it's just kind of random that they choose the SCORE mentor. It's not like they look at them based on their experience and based on, you know, everything that they've done. The requirement to be a SCORE mentor is someone who's had a business that was successful. That's basically it. Um, and you could have either sold it, you could still have your business, but you know how to do business. And so these people, entrepreneurs like yourself, if you're listening, are coming to SCORE to learn from mentors. And it's 100% free. So 
I have had a ton of coaching experience as far as clients go. As far as I'm concerned, 30 plus clients, I'm, I'm edging on 40 now. That's a lot of clients. I don't know that a lot of people could say that they've had that many clients in the span of, you know, a year and a half. So I feel like I'm a very experienced coach and I know what I'm doing. But here's the interesting thing. Even though I have had experience as a coach, I, and I'm sorry, my dog Remy is, is panting in the background. But anyway, if you can hear him. Um, I have had lots of experience as a coach, but I've been questioning it. Like, what kind of a coach am I? What do I even stand for? It seems like I, I, I just have a really hard time with my messaging on Instagram. I've had, you know, so many pivots as far as, you know, trying to figure out what it is. And today slash yesterday, I, <laughs> I finally figured it out. I am now out of the valley of despair. I know. I'm so excited. It's been so long. But I think it takes a lot of self-reflection and asking other people and seeing what's important to you in order to A, figure out your business and B, if you have started your business and you start to doubt it and you start to have all these issues like I did, you just really have to think about it and you really have to spend time trying to figure it out if it's that important to you to continue. And so I was thinking about everything today uh, while I was on my walk actually doing this podcast episode that never recorded. <laughs> and I figured out what kind of a coach I am, which is kind of weird. Like, I don't know if people would be like, yeah, duh, of course you are. But for some reason, I felt I felt like I need to be a different kind of coach. I don't know why. So I was thinking about it and it basically comes down to the kind of people that I have coached and the kinds of problems that they're having. And so, like I said, when people come to score, when people come to score, they're assigned a random mentor based on, sometimes it's based on, you know, what they want to experience with. Like if it's marketing, I get a lot of clients that come to me for marketing. Um, or if it's a baking business, I've had a couple that have come to me for that. Um, there's like a main dude or woman who decides which mentor they're going to go to. But it's random, like super random. But the funny thing is that I have had all of the same clients. I've had all of the same clients, essentially, who have the exact same problem. Yes, I have had people from all different industries. I had a farmer. <laughs> I had a automotive guy, a sales guy. Um, I've had a photographer. I've had a dancer. I've had coaches. I've had... Um, a jewelry maker, I've had app develop, I mean, all over the place, right? But by and large, all of them have one thing in common, and that is mindset. All of them. Because I believe, after having coached 30 plus clients, that every problem in your business is based on your mindset. Every decision, every thought, and every action. I believe that with all of my core being because I have been living it for the past two years, right? I have been living 
the, the mindset drama that comes with being in business. And I believe that for whatever reason, maybe the universe brought me these clients. I don't know, but I believe that I have had these clients for a reason, which is to get me to this point in my coaching business where I can finally be like, I got it. I got it. I understand now what I am here on this earth to do. And it almost brings me to tears because it is so powerful realizing what you're meant to do on the earth. It's, I know it sounds silly, but for me, it's everything because I have tried so flipping hard to get to this point and I never thought I was going to reach it. I have wanted to quit my coaching business so many times. I can't even, I can't even tell you how many times I've just been like, why am I doing this to myself? Why am I going through this? Why can't I figure this out? Why does everyone else seem like they've got it together and they know what they're doing? The truth is no one knows what they're doing and everybody's making it up as they go along. And we all know that. But to me, it felt insurmountable. I really felt like something was wrong with me. I really felt like, why the heck is my message not resonating? Why can't I figure it out? And now I have finally figured it out. And so if you're listening and you are like, but I thought you were this kind of, nope, I am now who I am meant to be. I am now a mindset coach that is focused on heart-centered businesses. Heart-centered to me means having a business that lights you up because you are more focused on your customers and clients than you are on yourself. Yes, we're all here to make money, right? But you're more focused on the end result, which is what your customers and clients get when they buy from you. You are more focused on them being happy. You're more focused on them having a different perspective. You're more focused on changing their life in a really either small or big way. That is your focus. And giving back to your customer or client like that only serves to bring you joy and more money at the end of the day. Because they can feel your joy, they can see that you care, they can tell that you don't really care about making the money as much as making them happy and changing their lives. I think there are a lot of professionals, let's just call them that, out there that are only focused on the 10K months. And to me, that's unethical. And that is not what I want to be focused on. I, that just doesn't, that doesn't appeal to me. And it just seems wrong because you're preying on people who may or may not get value out of what you're selling. And so you can do this in a service-based business. You could do this in your product business. It really doesn't matter. You're still focused on the end result, which is your customer. So let's talk about what that real, looks like in real life, right? Like what kind of company? I'm not making this up. This is a real thing. So if you think about Tom's shoes, right? They give back to the community for every shoe that you buy. There's Burt's Bees that has a mission behind their 
you know, their, I don't know, their products. Like they're, I think they have skin products and I always just think of lip gloss, right? Because that's what I buy. Uh, ben and Jerry's is another one. Uh, Patagonia, another one. But the one that stands out the most to me is Subaru. I don't know if you own a Subaru or if you've ever seen the commercials, but they're all focused on the people. It's all focused on the spot that you have for your dog in the back of your car. It's all focused on the fact that if you buy a Subaru, you um, are contributing towards one of the charities of your choice that they contribute to, right? Like how much more heart-centered can you get than that? So I was looking for a car. My car was dying on the vine. And my husband and I were like, we can either put all the money into it and fix it over 100,000 miles. I think it had 114,000. And it seriously was limping along. And uh, we could either put money into it or we could um, buy a used one. And we looked at all kinds of cars, every kind of make and model you could ever imagine. And then when my husband mentioned Subaru, I was like, oh yeah, aren't they the dog company? <laughs> aren't they the ones that I could put Remy in the back, right? Like it's the first thing I thought of. They're also known for safety and all of that, right? But I was like, oh my gosh, yes, that makes sense because it's not like a frou-frou car, but it's, it's something that's very practical and it's something that I could put Remy in and not have to worry about him like ripping up the seats or whatever, right? And I thought about it and I'm like, Subaru is an awesome company. Why wouldn't I want to buy from them versus like, I had a Ford. So what does Ford give back to me? Exactly. I have no idea. Maybe they have some charity, but I don't think so. And the whole thing is that you could look at it like, oh, that's a really smart marketing ploy. And yes, it is. It's a really great way to make yourself stand out from everyone else because you actually care about your customers. You listen to what they want. Did you know, I heard this stat the other day, that one in every three cars in Colorado, which is where I live, is a Subaru. One in three. Isn't that insane? What does that tell you? I mean, yes, they're made for the snow and all kinds of driving conditions, but again, I don't think I've ever seen somebody in a Subaru who doesn't have a dog in the back. Like literally. And not only that, they go a step further. They have these like emblems that you can buy only through Subaru that show they're kind of like a bumper sticker, like in a really classy way. They're like these little emblems that look like little charms, right? That you can stick on the back of your car that show what uh, hobbies and interests and the kind of person you are. So like you could buy a dog paw if you have dogs. You could buy a emblem that, um, that looks like somebody hiking and camping. You could buy one that shows that you ski or that you um, snowboard or that you climb mountains. It's like all based on the act of lifestyle or that you've done marathons, all those kinds of things. And so it's super brilliant once again, because if you have an emblem on the back of your car, people are like, oh yeah, she has a dog. Oh yeah, she goes camping. Oh yeah, she has done marathons, right? 
It's just absolutely brilliant marketing. And it is such a great example of a heart-centered business because you're giving back to the community while making money. You're giving back towards a bigger cause while fulfilling, like it's a win-win situation, right? You're getting money, other people are giving your money so that you can continue to get more money to feed into these causes and heart-centered beliefs that you have as a company. It's so freaking brilliant. I love it so much and it excites me so much. And it's ironic because I have pretty much done this in my coaching business now, right? A hundred percent of my coaching is free. <laughs> All I do is give back to the community, right? Like how beautiful is that? And I haven't even told anyone. This is the very first time I have told anyone. And now I'm telling all of you that that's what I've been doing is coaching for free. And then it's just incredible because I probably could have used this as a marketing opportunity, but I was kind of ashamed of it. Like I'm nobody, like I can't even get people to pay me for coaching. <laughs> the thing is I haven't, I haven't sold the kind of coaching that I want to give. I haven't sold the value behind it. I haven't sold anyone on the kind of coaching that I have because I didn't even know what kind of coach I was. It's just mind blowing to me. Once again, the tears are starting up in my eyes. But it's so amazing that I've finally figured it out. And yes, I probably could have figured it out sooner, but sometimes I think we have to go through these valleys and hills and valleys and slumps and troughs in order to understand what is important to us as a business owner. That's the opportunity that you have. You have the opportunity to go back to the drawing board and go, what the heck am I even doing? How in the world am I even showing up? How am I supposed to sell anything when I don't even believe in it myself? And so, this podcast is now going to be about mindset. And I know it's a trendy topic. I get it. But for me, having seen 30 plus clients go, go through mindset issues, it's a big deal. And I am going to spread that message because a lot of clients come to me through SCORE <laughs> and they say that they have an issue with um you know, marketing. They don't have, they don't know how to market. They're just throwing spaghetti at the wall and they don't know um, what their message is. Or they say that they don't know how to get more customers or clients. They say that they're not sure if they're going in the right direction. They say that they don't know if what they're doing is an actual business. But here's the insane thing. It's all mindset all of it. They wouldn't question any of it if their mindset was in the way. They'd be like, yep, I totally know what I'm doing and I got this. My only problem is I need funding, right? <laughs> or whatever. But it all comes down to mindset. It's, to me, it's so incredible. It's, it's so telling that I've had that many clients and 99.9% .9 of them, it's been mindset. And so here's what happens 
when I meet with clients, they're mind blown because they're not expecting someone to dive deeper into their problem. They're not expecting someone, what they're really expecting is what I got when I went to um, the Small Business Development Corporation. When I first started my first business, that's what I was told you should do, and so you should just get it. And so I got a coach, whatever, and he said, you don't even have a business plan. First of all, you need to know your numbers and you need to know what you know your goals are in the next five to 15 years. And you need to have a process behind blah, blah. And I was just like, dude, you're boring the crap out of me right now. I don't care anything about that. All I want to do is sell my product. And if one person, I remember I told him this. I just remembered this. Oh my God, this is so funny. I said, I don't even care about any of that. If one person buys my donut, I'll be happy. <laughs> oh my God, you should have seen the look on his face. <laughs> he was like, what? <laughs> Needless to say, uh, yeah, that relationship ended quickly, but it was so true. I only wanted to matter in the sense of people being happy. <laughs> I didn't care about the money necessarily. All I did for day in, day out for four years was make donuts just to make people happy, to see the look on their faces, to, tell, to have people tell me how incredibly happy they were to have a vegan donut because they did not exist at that time where I lived. To have somebody come an hour and a half just to get my vegan donuts all the way where I am was insane to me. To have people put it on their social media, on Instagram, and post my donut with them and their kids enjoying my donuts was, it was, it was everything to me. To have somebody tell me that their son was gluten-free and he could never have a donut. And now he is so happy that he can eat something that everybody else does. I swear, it, it, oh, it was so gratifying. Did I have a business plan? No. Did I, did I think about my next step? No, not necessarily, but I focused on my customers, right? Like I was a heart-centered business even before I knew I wanted to be. It was just part of my DNA, plain and simple. It really was. And you know, when my clients come to me randomly and they say, you know, it's a problem with, I don't know, you know, I feel like I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall and I don't know what my messaging is and it's actually a mindset problem. We work through that. I don't tell them straight out, hey, you've got a mindset problem. I ask them questions. I ask them deeper questions to get to the answer of what I already know, which is it's a mindset problem, right? You need to believe in yourself. What are the things that you can do to make you feel more confident, blah, blah, blah. All of those kinds of things. I have not had one client who has never told me, this is not the kind of coaching that I expected. They all tell me that. They all say, "I, this is... I've never had, I, I, I came to SCORE 
but I never expected that somebody would tell me these things. I thought you would just say, get a business plan, start a marketing plan, you know, go get some funding. I never expected that somebody would tell me all of the things that you're telling me and would actually dive into my problem. And so I'm like, I got it. I got it. I understand the kind of coach that I am after 30 plus clients. And so after all of that, you may be going, well, that's all great and fine. Now what? <laughs> Here's the thing. If you are having mindset issues in your business, it comes down to, you can listen to Gary Vee, right? If you've ever listened to him, he did a post the other day about how mindset is just a trendy word for lack of self-confidence. And boy, did people go off. But it is true. It's a lack of self-confidence. It's a lack of self-belief. It's a lack of uh, belief in what you're doing as well as what you're selling. And so if you're wondering, how do you get that? You do it through experience. That's the only way to do it. That's the only way to convince yourself that you know what you're doing. And so how do you get that experience if you've never had experience, right? That's the, that's the golden question. Everybody always asks that. How am I supposed to even get clients if I don't have experience? You get experience, <laughs> right? You pretend that the world is a, a farmer's market. You wouldn't sell a food product without going to a farmer's market or some kind of market right? You wouldn't just willy-nilly just start selling your product and hope that people are going to buy it. Yes, a lot of people do that and they fall hard because they don't do their research. They don't have people giving them feedback. They don't have people saying, this sucks, and they throw it in the trash right in front of your face. They don't have people saying the things that they told me, which was you use too much baking soda. Why the heck aren't you making it with dairy, butter, eggs, or milk? Why, how am I even supposed to eat this, right? <laughs> it's hard to hear, but you gotta hear things like that. You have to get feedback on your product and your service in order to know what the heck you're doing. There are a lot of coaches that start their businesses, and this is what I did, right? You start your business uh, and you just kind of pray that you just kind of know what you're doing and you just kind of give them advice based on what you know or based on your experience. And I learned through coaching uh, all of the coach or all of the clients that I've had for free that that's not how that works. <laughs> you have to lead people to the answer. You can't just tell them the answer. Unless it's like, should I do an LLC or, you know, the other kind of business? I can't even think what it is because I'm an LLC. But anyway, uh, or should I, you know, how do I get my legal certification in order to be a baker and I want to work from home, right? You can tell them those answers. But when it comes to, you know, big stuff in their business, uh, you can't really tell them. Like if they're like, I don't have any clients or customers. I used to, but now I don't have any and I'm not making any money. What should I do? You don't want to give them advice based on what you would do. You don't want to be like, well, obviously you should raise your prices. Just raise your prices. Okay. Have a good day. Give me my money. Bye. Right. <laughs> because that's really damaging. That may not be good for them. They may have a lot of anxiety based around raising their prices and then therefore they're not going to sell anything 
and they paid you money and now they're out that money and it's like a whole cycle of trouble, right? Instead, you want to lead them to the answer, but you don't know how to do that unless you have practice, unless you have experience. So my advice is to treat the world <laughs> like a farmer's market. Give away your service for free or at a massive discount because you will get the feedback that you need. Now, a lot of people say, well, if you have free, then nobody's going to show up and people treat it like it's free and it is what it's worth and blah, blah. Yes, that is true. But at the same time, you still get the experience, right? You learn that you don't want to work for free. <laughs> That's one thing. <laughs> but you also learn what works and what doesn't. I was not a good coach when I started. And I'm sorry to those people uh, that had me at the very beginning. Uh, I gave advice. I was like, well, here's what I would do. And I've noticed that a lot of people do that because that's what we're taught, right? Like a friend comes to you, they want advice and you're like, well, here's what I would do. But that is, it's, you learn through experience that is not helpful because people need to come to their own conclusions and their conclusion is not your conclusion, right? It's different for everyone. And your product is not going to sell unless you test it out. Barbara Corcoran, do you know who that is? She highly recommends this. She's like, don't even, you know, do the whole like production. Don't even start hiring people. Don't even get the big office. Don't even do any of that until you test out your product ever. Because you will never know unless you test it out. And you will, in my opinion, you will have a messed up mindset if you do not test it out. You need to have the experience and that will help you with your mindset. Yes, I had the experience and my mindset was still messed up and that is possible too. I think a lot of it comes down to, you know, I, I, like I said, it all comes down to mindset, but I think it really does just come down to having the experience. And if you have the experience and you're still questioning everything, then here's the second step. You need to know why you're in the business in the first place. Why did you start your business in the first place? Why? Yeah, you want to make money. Sure, you want to retire your husband or spouse. But really, why? Why? What is your reason for being? What is your legacy that you want to leave on this earth? What is it? It's not to retire your husband. That's not, that's not a legacy. That's something that is amazing. And he's going to be so thrilled and look on his face and blah, blah, blah. And you guys are going to go to Italy and it's going to be great. <laughs> that's not your why. Your why is personal to you. It's your legacy that you want to leave in this world. And if that I'm not even going to give you ideas. You have to come up that with, up with that by yourself. That is all on you. That's your homework for today is to figure out what your why is. I didn't know what my why was. And I think that's why I was so messed up for two years. That's why my Instagram sucks. <laughs> that's why I haven't met people in person is because I'm like, I don't even know what I stand for anymore. I don't even know. I'm just a coach, right? I'm a business coach and I help people. And I'm ashamed of the fact that I've only done it for free. Come on now. I can do better. 
we can all do better, right? And so I want you to think about that for your homework. I want you to think about what is your why. If you already got it, great, move on. But if you don't, and that's why you're in the valley of despair, or that's why you can't even start your business, or that's why you're questioning everything and you're looking at everybody on social media and you're like, why the heck do they have themselves together and I don't? That's why. It's because you don't have the experience and you don't know what you stand for. Business is, (laughs) I just thought of this, a lot of people say business isn't personal, but it is. It's who you are as a person. It's reflective of who you are as a person to your core being. It really is. And if you don't know what you stand for, you cannot have a business. If you just want to make money, it's going to come back to you that you're not going to have customers in a year because they're going to figure it out. They're going to be like, this chick, this dude only wants my money and it's very obvious and don't buy from them, right? If you have a deeper meaning behind your business, whatever that is, you don't even have to give back like Subaru, right? You don't have to give a portion of your profits, blah, blah, blah. If that's not what's meaningful to you, right? You could give back in other ways. You could, I don't know. I mean, it's endless. I want you to just make a list of all the things that you could do to give back if you have a heart-centered business. And again, that's what this podcast is about, is having how to have a heart-centered business so that you can be in business forever, so that your customers will love you. And it's not all about marketing and funnels and all these plans and long-term projections because um, that's not what it's about. It's about It's about a deeper meaning than that. It's about what you give to the world and how that makes a difference, not only to the world, but to your own life. So I hope this episode was helpful for you. If you want to um, share your homework assignment with me, oh my gosh, I would love that so much. Share it with me in the DMs on Instagram. I'm at Jenny Rayher. I'll put it in the show notes, but yeah, totally do that. I would love that. And I'm not going to be one of those cheesy people that's like, all right, now I'm going to try to upsell you on my whatever. No, I just, I want to have the conversation. I would love that. Uh, So come up with your why, get some experience. That is going to help you with your mindset. And thanks for hanging with me on this longer episode than usual. But man, I'm thanks for walking through all of this valley of despair with me and helping me figure out my purpose. This is just fantastic. I can't thank you enough for being here. And I will see you on the next episode.